Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take Two Radio, and thanks for listening. Hey, good evening, everybody. This is David from Take Two Radio Soaps and Review, and I'm waiting for people. We well, have I'm here with you, Dave. We have Vinny, and we have my girl, Candace. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hey, hey. And I'm, I believe Carolyn is supposed to be coming. That is, That was my knowledge. Um, we do not have Anthony with us, and we do not have Pam with us. But um, I guess we're going to carry the show. How is everybody doing tonight? Okay. Doing pretty well. Well, why don't we get into the news first? I know there's lots of news to share. Candace. I hear there's good news to report. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, obviously we're still here. Um, obviously that's good news right there. Yeah. Um, just saying. Um, also, let's take two uh, anniversary. Thank that you was, for that bringing that. that that's good news. Um, 11 years. The, 11 years. Uh, the big news is, I think, okay, first and foremost, the big, one of the big news is the strike is over. Yay! All of your shows are coming back, um, including some of your favorite podcasts. I'm just saying. Um, but because of the strike coming back, there was a decision that was finally made, literally like 24 hours afterwards. The daytime Emmys is happening. It's no longer postponed. It is happening. It is a four um it's a four-event um, calendar thing. So first of Thursday is going to be the gold honorees. The gold honorees are to celebrate those who've been in the daytime industry for between 25 to on up. Those include Renee Watson. You guys know Stella, General Hospital, but she's been in so right, many Renee Watson. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, Renee Watson. I mean, she was on Josie and the Pussycat. She was the voice um, in, the, in the cartoon series. And, of course, you know, like, literally, she's been everywhere for the last couple of years, right? Then, of course, you got my girl, Miss Wendy Rich, ladies and gentlemen, Wendy Rich. See, I, yes. I mean, I don't even need to say what she's been a part of, but in case you didn't know, the beta series, 
And, of course, this show on ABC, which we still talk about to this day, of her era, which was General Hospital, among other things. Now, I'm skipping, I'm skipping over one particular day, just the reason. On Saturday, there's two events. So there's a luncheon and also there's the Creative um, Cre- Creative Arts Lifestyle Awards. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot one. The Family Ch- and Children Awards. So, you know, the Emmys have made uh, a decision to break up a lot of the categories to make them into their own award shows. So family and children are like the family shows and children shows, you know, cartoons, Sesame Street and stuff like that. The Lifestyle Awards is like this old house and all that stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, once we found out that Thursday had, had an event, and once we found out Saturday had an event, I mean, it was, you know, you don't have to be a detective to figure out there's a certain day in between Thursday and Saturday that was very, that was available, and we all know the history here. So, Again, it was announced that on December 15th at 9 p.m. Eastern, it's going to be delayed on the West Coast, only on CBS. It's the 50th annual Daytime Emmys live from L.A., hosted by Kevin Frazier, and I can't think of the girl's name, but she's from Entertainment Tonight. It's going to be their second-year hosting. Obviously, You know, everybody, make sure you, you know, take out your seats if you forgot who was nominated and see who you already picked, okay? But, um, but it's going to honor 50 years of daytime. Hopefully y'all, y'all do it right. But also the main yeah. treat is we get to witness Susan Lucy receive her second Emmy because she's a lifetime uh, recipient, lifetime award recipient. And make sure you have your DNA test ready. Because Mari is also receiving his Lifetime Achievement Award, too. So, did y'all like how I did that? Because I have a whole, like, if the daytime people want a skit of, like, who, like, at first it, it could have been, like, a host, host skit, like, trying to figure out who's the host and do the whole who's the daddy type of thing. But, you know, they might still be able to do it. I don't know. But I, I kind of wanted a skit for it. So that is going to happen. It's very short notice. I know a lot of people's like, because uh, it's around the holidays. But, hey, happy holidays from the daytime Emmys. There you go. <laughs> that's a nice that's a nice present. That's a well, nice got, Christmas I, present. Yeah, I will say this. I think some of us knew that they had to do something before the end of the year because, I mean, in January starts the, the you know, the, the uh, da, 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 da. getting everything ready for the 51st annual daytime Emmys. So it would have been a real, it would have been a lot to get, to, you know, merge everything together. So, you know, but, and plus there wasn't no new TV shows coming out. So, you know, at first I was like, it's going to be probably like something on the talk. The talk is going to do it. They're going to pre-record stuff. But to actually have the award show itself, I am very, 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 in case y'all didn't notice, this is my favorite thing of the year. Besides my birthday, the anniversaries and all that. This is my favorite thing, and I'm really happy about this. So, can't wait. Can't wait. And it seems like it's been a dec- uh, long time because the news, uh, they they brought the news, and I'm thinking, wait, this was announced last year. And I said, no, no, it wasn't. Well, you got to remember. You know, it seems that way because it was so long of a wait. 
Yeah, it was, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, the, the writer's strike, I mean, the, the actor's strike, record-breaking, over 100 days, that, that, that's in history now. It's the, it was the longest strike in Hollywood history. Back in June, if you guys remember, June 16th, they were supposed to have the daytime Emmys. And obviously mm-hmm. because of everything, they, you know, with the writer's strike, because that was also, that was the reason, real quick, that they didn't have it was a couple, it was a couple of things. One, the writer's strike. As some of you guys know, daytime soaps are under a different contract, which I don't understand because everybody pays the same fee for SAG. But there was a different contract, but there were certain people who was like, we're not going to cross the picket. We're not going to do that. So that's why they postponed it until they can figure everything out. Thankfully, the writer strike said, Efron, everybody came to a come to Jesus, and now we can have the daytime Emmys. So, yay. Oh, yay. No, no, with a strike, let, let's hit it there. Now, what did you think? Now, I saw some remarks on Instagram that they said that Franny didn't fight so hard, and they didn't get what they wanted with the streaming, but they gave it to them in a different way. So... Somebody who was actually like on on a Zoom with some other people in the industry that last last Wednesday when we was all doing something, I yeah. will say that Fran fought as hard as she could because I think people are forgetting that it it's not like it was back in the day when you didn't have all these streaming services like the Netflix, Amazon, and everything else. Everything became more cost you know it was more money involved in this and the fact that there were some actors who didn't get paid from shows that we actually watch you know um and three cents is not is not even worth i mean three cents is worthy of you know but it's not worthy if that makes sense like three cents cannot buy you a car it cannot buy like people really had to give up their homes for because of this um so, yeah, she did sport, but I will say this. I do agree what she did say is to make sure if you are a SAG member to really look at your contract to make sure that the networks come through the way that they said they were going to do instead of zipping you. Because this contract lasts for three years, but I always will say this. Yeah, it says three years, but guess what? A strike can happen any time. They can, huh? So... Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a breach of a contract, though? Well, it depends. Okay, so <clears throat> basically, and I'm just like, asking out of curiosity because I, I, if I hear the word contract, I feel it's ironclad. But at the same time, if if you are my boss, right, and I'm your employee, and you you agreed from like the union, like the union is the mm-hmm. you know fought for you as a as a studio executive to pay me. Yep like 50% more, right? Mm-hmm. If my contract from you, the studio executive, in, in my contract, and it says 13%, guess who's going to be upset? Guess who's mm-hmm. going to not sign it and be like, call my SAG rep, and my SAG rep is going to, is going to say, okay. And if a, a lot of people get gypped that way, they could go gotcha. back to strike. Okay, gotcha. Because, again, everybody agreed for the same thing, like the same amount, the same 
functions, and all that stuff. So if you are like Netflix, yes, Netflix, I'm picking on you because I heard that you're trying to go up on us in a couple of weeks, and we just got a raise on Netflix. Thank you. Um, but I love you anyway. If you're Netflix, and, again, you have all these people, and the agreement was, okay, you know, SAG, you and the strike and everything, okay, Netflix has guaranteed you guys are going to get 150% of such and such and such. If then we mm-hmm. get a contract from you as the studio executive, like, you know, of Netflix, the CEO of Netflix, and me and David see, you know, instead of 150, 13%, that's not what it was agreed on. So right. we go okay. back gotcha. to the union, and it's like, okay, you guys are being sloppy here. Yeah. Over Netflix, you know, da, 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 da. Like, yeah. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Makes sense. You have to digest that slowly. <laughs> All I know is when we got that email, when I got that email, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to let, because our podcast for the day does have sex actors. By the way, I want to get this opportunity to say, hi, guys, I miss you. Kisses. Um, <laughs> they, you know, they, when we got that email, I mean, that was, you get, you can feel the side of relief because, again, I think this also taught everybody that um, without writers, there's no shows. Without actors, there's no shows. Without shows, there's no, yep. you there's know, no we don't talk. You know, it's like kind of like, ooh, especially now if you love reality TV, hey, blessed be. But there's some people who does not like reality TV and was like, okay, repeat, rerun. <laughs> Catch up on some of the shows that you wanted to watch, you know. <laughs> but but flip side for the wrestling fans, and then he knows this. We had to say goodbye to some people. So, yeah, we had it. Yep. Um, so you know, I mean, obviously that that's going to mean a very tricky situation if they were trying to get Roman Reigns versus The Rock at WrestleMania. They can still do that, but I think for the most part is like John Cena because John like John Cena. Said, he was able to do it because, you know, it was borderline, but also his movie that he was going to do got sold yeah. by Warner Brothers. And the other so, thing is that in the match with Solo Sokoa and Crown Jewel, he got injured. He, has to, he had surgery on one shoulder, and he still has to have surgery on the other shoulder um, in the upcoming weeks. So he did yeah. get hurt as well. So I think honestly, I feel that his injury career is over, anyways. Um, uh, I'm gonna, uh, Vinny, come on, it's just like a soap opera. You think yeah, they're dead, I agree. and then it's a Friday cliffhanger, and guess what? Surprise, surprise, Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah. Royal Rumble. I'm just saying, or surprise, surprise, <laughs> like Money in the Bank. Surprise, surprise, WrestleMania. Yeah. Like so, but no, I mean, oh, yeah. like I said, I'm I'm glad that all everybody. For right now, um, is able to go it's back happy. and do what they love to do. So, yeah, everyone is happy. Where do you want mm-hmm. to start? Well, I don't know quick, if Carolyn is. Go ahead. Real quick, David, can can we um do, because we haven't been on. I think the last time we were on was right before this. Um, our thoughts and condolences goes out to Tyler Christopher's family and friends. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. As well as Eden McCoy, um, Eden McCoy herself, she lost her mother um, a couple of days ago to cancer. 
Um, like I said, she had her for 20 years. And, and it's a club that you do not want to be a part of. Trust me, I'm a part of that no, club don't. as well. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. and especially because, you know, again, she is a daytime nominee. Um, and if you met Ida McCoy's mom, you know her mom was a cheerleader. Um, she loved the fans. She loved to interact with people. So I just wanted to do that. And with Tyler Christopher, um, mm. you know, talk about a shock. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, it's one of those, we can now say this, where were you at when you heard about Tyler Christopher? And I'm going to say this, I was talking to one of my friends on the phone, and I saw somebody say something about Tyler on Facebook, uh, Facebook and then I went on Twitter, and I saw Maurice Bernard kind of confirming it. And I was like, wait, what? 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 what, is, what, what? Like, what is happening here? And then people and, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, they're, they're, yeah. And that, I'm still kind of just, like, tongue-tied when I talk about it, but I just wanted to, um, know. you know, send my condolences. I just to, can't believe it. Yeah, and, right? And I can just, tell you. Yeah. Have you met and, him? Yes. I met him three times. I met him mm-hmm. once. What did you get? I'll um, tell you what so, I got. So the first <laughs> the first time was 2004 at General Hospital Fan Club event, and him and Natalia Livingston, who were uh, you know a couple back then, and obviously they was Nicholas and Emily. Um, right. I went into Natalia's line because I you know because it was Emily and stuff like that, and Natalia said, "Do you want an autograph from Tyler?" And this was when Candace was kind of in her feelings about Nicholas. Okay, because of them. Right. But with Tyler, yeah. I mean, Tyler, like, I've literally grown up watching Tyler. Like, that's why I had said, you know, sadly we lost Matthew Perry, you know, as well. And, you know, I I posted a picture of, you know, the famous picture of Elizabeth, Emily, Lucky, and Nicholas at Lucky's Place. And I said, these were my friends. So I kind of grew up with Tyler. And Tyler was like, oh, so you don't you don't like Nicholas? And I was like, oh, hold I, on. I don't. Oh. oh, I was like, I mean, I like Nicholas, but not right now. I don't like Nicholas, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and he was like, he was like this. He was like, he's like, okay, so do you like Tyler or do you like Nicholas? I was like, yeah, I like Tyler. He was like, okay. He was like, so he was like, so I'm just, I'm trying to figure this out. So he's like, so if I autograph your picture. Saying something Nicholas would say, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I said, "I like you." He was like, "I just wanted to hear you say it." So I was like, really? <laughs> "You got it." That was Because nice. I, I think of what it was, and let's and let's be honest. Sometimes we do confuse the character and the actors. Like we kind of think that they're the we, character. We think so, yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. so when he said when he said that, because I was like, when Natalia was like, "You don't like Nicholas," and I was like, "Because mm, of the whole Xander Emily, you know, Nicholas um, triangle." And then the second time I met him, it was brief. It was really brief, too, because I'm surprised I actually got to say hi. He was at an event. I was at an event. He was leaving. And I said, hi, Tyler, and he waved. And then the final time was here in Baltimore at the General Hospital um, Fantasy event where I met Eden Koyat and completely 100, and this is what I'm going to mess about him, he was so engaged with the fans. He was super – he made sure that everything and everyone was taken care of as far as, like, autographs. Like, Vinny, if you was, like, the last one in line 
and they tell you mm-hmm. that the fan event was over with like 30 minutes ago, he would actually say, you know what, Vinny, don't, don't move. I got you. I, I, he was like that awesome. with you guys? Uh-huh. He was like that with you guys over there? Uh-huh. He even, oh, even busted Ryan Pavey. He was right. He busted on Ryan Pavey because it was Ryan Pavey's birthday weekend. We were singing, and then Tyler was like, "Yeah, he's the new guy that takes off his shirt a lot." <laughs> yeah, I remember <laughs> that. Oh God! Well, mine. I met him um, at events by Wendy in Syracuse, and he was there with your other boyfriend, Rick Hurst, and Jason Thompson. They were all three of them were there, and I think it was 2015, Candace, because Tyler was still on GH then. Mm-hmm. Um, I found him. Um, not well. Let's say I found him reserved and quiet, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and a bit, you know, um, not that he wasn't towards the fans. I mean, he was very good with the fans and anyone who wanted to take a picture with him. But I found him quiet and reserved, but nothing bad about it. Just that uh, it feels different, like that we saw he two different sides out. of him. Yeah, you have to pull He him might out have chilled out. Right. Or yeah. he could have been tired. Long trip. But, yeah, he was, he was, he was like, very he, – he was very engaged. He was very – like, he would talk to you, too, just to, you know, get a, a sense of you. And um, like I said, that's, I'm gonna, and I and I kind of regret this is gonna kick me forever. He had a fan event last month in New York City. Yeah, yes, and, I do remember um, seeing something about it. Yeah, and he he had said he was like nothing is off the script. You know, they can talk about everything. And I will always regret not going because I really – I did want to go. I did want to go, but because I had commitments for the following week, I, I didn't go. But, you know, his friend, you know, who's running his social media page did confirm that he was going to do another of that. He, you know, he's looking forward to it. It's going to be in Chicago. Um, and, you know, he's writing – he's going to write a book. And, you know, it's just – it is – it's – Hard. It is because I think it is hard. Yeah, and I will and say And he just this. turned fifty-one. He just turned fifty-one on Saturday. Saturday was his birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was, yeah, it's just a very sad situation. Yeah, I mean, you know, and and I'm just gonna do this real quick to General Hospital. The year that they've had. The year that they have had, you know, it's like, Sonia. wow. And also, I, I want to also send our well wishes to Jennifer Skye. Jennifer Skye played uh, Sarah Weber in, uh, Sarah 90, in 97. And some of us know her from Cleopatra, you know, stuff like that. She also suffered. The, the irony is this, is that it was reported that Tyler Christopher had a, cardi- a cardiac event. We don't know what that event was. It could be a couple of things. But Jennifer Scott also took her social media page, and she also said that she also suffered a, a you know, a, a, a similarity. Um, and she's okay. She's doing fine. But it's just, again, life. You know, mm-hmm. life is Life is, is funny. Yeah. 
it's a trip. It's, it, I mean, it could be funny, sad, upside down, inside out. But woo! So I just so I wanted to say all of that. Get that all out. And watch the bay. There you go. There we go. Okay. Um, Do you want to, let's start with B&B, because you can help catch me up, because I, I am having a problem with my Paramount Plus. Do you know, okay. I haven't okay. had, it has not been uploading. The last time I uploaded episodes of B&B was the third, and I haven't got, they don't upload them anymore, so now I got to go back and I got to, you know. DVR right now. Hmm. So I missed. You might want to contact. You might today. want to contact Paramount Plus. Might want to contact them. I, I'm getting Y and R, but no B and B. I've been having a different problem safety. with Paramount. You've been having a problem what? with Paramount. Yeah, I've been having a different problem with Paramount. Where when I go to watch Y and R, um, which I'm trying to get myself caught back up on both Y and R and B and B. Um, Y&R, it's, it's like, it's a strobe effect almost. It doesn't co- play correctly. And it's, it's only on Y&R. Like, I can watch anything else on Paramount Plus, and it streams fine. But when I'm watching Y&R, it, it doesn't play correctly um, for whatever reason. Yeah. And uh, it's yeah, been I a... Gotta make, I got to make some calls, too, if I have to. But... Did I miss anything big? I mean, I saw it today. I think I mm-hmm. saw it Friday. The only, I can watch it like Mondays and Fridays live. But Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I always wait to come home to see it. And now i got to start DVR in it unless it comes back. Huh. Okay. So, anything? Yeah. So, I'll just, I'll just give you breath. Get, okay. Get so us started. We got- Okay, so all right, so let's just because there's a there's so many storylines. So let's go with Lee, Lena, Poppy, or I'm yep. sorry, Penelope. I'm still gonna call her Poppy because I'm just gonna do. I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the person that everybody doesn't like. The Trolls movie is coming out in a couple of days. Um, in the movie theaters on the 17th, and they got Princess Poppy. I'm sorry, Queen Poppy. So that's every time I hear Poppy, I think of Trolls. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I'm so glad the strike is over because I can talk about these shows and movies now. Okay, so we have the fact that that Lee is is like saying, first of all, your name is not Poppy, it's Penelope. Put some respect on that name because Poppy is such a slut name. Okay, she didn't really say that, but you know what I'm saying. That's how okay. she meant it, though. Yeah, that's how she's meant to say it. It's sort of like you're disrespecting your your name for whatever lifestyle this is. So she still asks Lena, why are you still working here? Like, what is, what is, what's your purpose here? But, of course, Lena and RJ are still close, especially because everything is going on. But um, somebody's also got some wondering eyes. And I'm going to, if they do this, I may be interested. We got Zenday looking. We I heard that they have Zenday looking at Luna. Uh-huh. Like, Zendy is like, surprise, surprise. I'm going to keep saying surprise, surprise for that. But, no, like, he's kind of just like, you can see there's something. Like, I don't know if the show is going to go there or go there. But I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. Like, you got 
Art, but I mean, when we get to the other story, it kind of makes sense that RJ and Zenday would be in each other's orbit, considering mm-hmm. some things. So we got that going on. Okay. The next story beat. Let me see. Hold on. Let me see. Make sure here. Okay. All right. Well, everything is tied in. Okay. So we got Sassy's back in town. She right. um, tells everybody that the reason she didn't call nobody back because she was like, you know, her connection wasn't that great. Which, by the way, Bold, thank you for explaining that. Because she was in the cabin. She was like, you know, she couldn't get no reception. But she knows a little bit what's going on. So her and Finn had a great um, reunion, I was saying. But at the same time, her, Finn, DJ, and Sheila meet. And all of a sudden, Stephanie got her mojo back. She's like telling Sheila, like, you don't mess with me. You don't mess with my family. I am Los Angeles. And you are not. And then she did a, she did a freaking um, L.A. night. Really got that, got that one and popped Sheila in the eye. To give her a black eye. And Finn and them are like, oh, my gosh. And then Sheila is acting, again, non-like Sheila. Like, she's, like, she's like yeah, she's kind of calm and everything like that. But Stuffy is, like, warning her, saying, you don't mess with me, da-da-da-da-da. Deacon is telling Sheila, like, let it go, let it go. Sheila's like, no, I need to see my son. Okay. On the flip side of that, um... Ridge and Liam was talking, and Liam was, like, saying, yeah, it's great to have Steffi back, da 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 and Ridge is like, yeah. And then Liam all of a sudden is like, I really miss her, you know, and, you know, her and Finn, you know, feeling, you know, feeling mm-hmm. needs to stop and everything like that. So Ridge is like, well, Steffi will do whatever she does, you know, like, Steffi is wild and unpredictable. And Liam is like, but we got to make her see that her and Le- that her and Finn, they need to break up and da 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 right? Okay. Now, y'all think that's one thing, that Liam is doing this? Hold up. Wait, I got something even better. Okay. He goes over there, knocks on Steffi's door. And then Steffi and him are like, <laughs> and everything. And then Liam is like, you know what? You need to dump um, Finn and come back to me. Yeah, he's in there. Yeah, and then he's going to say, because to protect you from Sheila and stuff like that. So on today's episode, Mr. Liam Spencer and Miss Stuffy Forrester Finnegan, (laughs) and Stephanie's like, I love you, but I have a commitment to my husband. And Liam is like. Oh, I didn't like that. Yeah, and then Liam is like, you know, I love you, but we need to protect you from Sheila because if anything was to happen, da 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 Okay. He couldn't protect her from anything. That, thank you. I said the same. Wait a minute. Hold on. But wait. Let me. You know what? Before we get to the main event, let me talk about. We gotta talk about this whole Liam Steffi thing. Cause this is okay. All right. <laughs> Hi, I'm Candace. I'm one of the co-hosts of Take Two Radio. What I'm about to say does not reflect those at Take Two Radio. Okay. Liam? Even Vinny. Even Vinny. <laughs> Liam, you are being too brass right now because you don't have hope, right? And let me explain why I said, okay? Okay. Oh, that was something else, too. Allegedly, apparently, Hope and Liam's divorce papers have not been finalized. 
We don't know if that was a, a slip up That's or, true. you know, the writers probably forgot or something. But it was made to be a point that that was messy. Okay. Here's the deal, folks. All right. Come to Auntie Candace. Auntie Candace is going to say something. Okay. First and foremost, Liam, again, like we all said, we know that you and Stephanie have history. We know this. You guys have a child together. Your main priority is to co-parent to that little girl, to Kelly, okay? Liam, you can't be by yourself no more than five minutes, can you? Because nope, this is becoming a, this is a, for real, this is a pattern. When you do not have either or, either hope, you go to Sassy. When you do not have Sassy, you go and run over to Hope. Both of these women, Hope and Sassy, I'll talk to y'all in a minute. Because, Liam, I have another problem with you. You have not respected Sassy and Finn's merch. Barging in at any time you want. Seeing Steffi in her lingerie. Steffi, I will talk to you in a minute. Have a seat, girl. But you really do not respect their marriage at all. To the point that you're trying to really make Finn look like he's a bad person just because of who his biological mother is. Finn didn't ask to be Sheila Carter's biological son. Trust and believe he didn't. And he does not know. Like, obviously he knows now what kind of danger Sheila is to the force of family, okay? But, Liam, you're seeing to be enjoying this a little too much. Do I think he feels as though he can protect Steffi? Yes, I do. But in reality, Liam, your father can't even protect Sheila from everybody. I'm just saying, okay? Now, when it comes down to the Stephanie force of Steffi, this is why Liam feels as though he can do this. You allowed it. You guys have no boundaries mm-hmm. at all. You, first and foremost, I understand you need some friends to talk to or somebody about your marriage, but you do not talk to Liam about it. You guys can talk about Kelly. You guys can, you know, do that. But do not start a sentence saying, you know, I love you, because Liam, all he heard was, he still loves me. I still got it. Like, cha-cha-cha. <laughs> like, oh, when she said something else? Oh, no, I just heard her say that she loves me. Okay. All right. But, Steffi, you also – see, Steffi, I feel as though you don't understand what, how this is playing out. Liam comes up – first of all, Liam has always talked bad about hope to you, Steffi. First of all, Steffi, why would you allow – so you know that he was probably doing the same thing to you with hope. Okay? Mm-hmm. So while Liam is bad-mouthing Hope and Thomas, Steffi, oh, real quick, Steffi found out about Hope and Thomas, and Steffi and Taylor and Brooke and Ridge are all worried about Thomas's mental health. Amen. Somebody finally did it. Okay. So you got Steffi over, over here with Liam explaining the situation. But, again, like I said, Steffi, what you should have said to him was, no, I can take care of this. Me and my husband can take care of this. Okay. Steffi, you have another issue that you're trying to really push down hard. 
yes, you can tell Finn that you love him and that you have missed him and all that and tell him how you feel about Sheila. But here's my problem, too, Stephanie. You and Liam Head have had two kisses that has not been told to your husband yet. So when you say you're committed and you have a respectful sin, my whole thing is that you need to tell the truth to Finn about those two kisses and the fact that Liam saw you in your lingerie before it because because it's going to become a bigger issue later, and I'm betting money on that because you are so engaged in okay eliminating Sheila. And by the way, Stephanie, you forgot who Sheila Carter really is because uh uh-uh, uh you must have been feeling yourself that night to really punch Sheila in the face. Knowing that Sheila, what Sheila can do and probably will do to you. Just saying. Yeah, I think she forgot. Yeah, I mean, what do you think, David, about all of this? About the whole Sheila, Steffi, Steffi, Liam? Because I'm going to, I just thought I'm going to take out Hope and Thomas for a second. Um. I think she needs to come clean about her and Liam um, before someone else gets that information. Mm-hmm. And if I'm thinking along the same lines that Sheila could find that out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, America. Thank you. What about you, Vinny? Are you picking up a little bit of this? I'm starting to. Um, I'm definitely listening and paying attention and starting to learn the different characters and who's connected to who. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm slowly but surely getting caught up, um, caught, caught up with it. I'm still not there yet, but... I'm working towards it. Right. I mean, that's who Liam, I'm thinking is going Liam to is played out. by Scott Clifton, correct? Scott am Clifton, I, am right. I, or am yep. I mistaken? Yeah, you're Formerly right. Formerly Dylan. Okay. Yep. Yes. All right. Just trying to keep that. Because I did I did see that his reputation uh, precedes him in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. Like, Scott um, Clifton, I will say this. Not to cut you off any. Scott Clifton even knows that Liam's a douchebag. Yeah, he knows. Mm-hmm. He'll talk smack about his character. <laughs> in, in fun. He knows yeah, what he's and, like. And that's the kind mm-hmm. of actor you, actor you want to see. Yeah, Of course. Absolutely. You don't want somebody to take themselves too seriously. What yeah. was that? I don't know that. But you, you, you also think that, too, um, Vinny, that... Sheila may be the one to find out about what Stassi and Liam did. I think so, especially because she, she seems to be the one that's causing all the trouble. Um, mm-hmm. And because of just who she is and, her rep, again, her reputation, she'll be, she'll be the one to find out. I, like I mm-hmm. said, I think, okay, Liam said that he wants to protect Stassi from Sheila. But, okay, did y'all forget something? Okay, if Liam convinces Stephanie to leave Seth, 
this does not mean that Sheila will not come after Steffi because here's the thing. Steffi has something else that Sheila wants. Her grandbaby. Baby. Mm -hmm. So so to me, it's like, okay, first and foremost, if Steffi hurts sin, that's still going to put fire on on Sheila to come after you, Steffi. Then if they say that sin can't see haze, oh, that's really putting gasoline on that fire and making it burn. But Sheila is not going to rust until something really bad happens to Steffi. But at the same time. I'm also looking out for you, Hope, because if Deacon pulls a fast one on Sheila, you're also in jeopardy as well. I think people really forget, and it's because we haven't seen her in a while. Sheila Carter, if you if you touch the wrong switch, she will go mm-hmm. off on you. She will. She will go off on you. Would Deacon turn on Sheila, though? Oh, okay. Well, nope. I mean, that's a fifty-fifty. I'm gonna say this: when it comes down to okay, if Sheila endangers Hope's life, Deacon will definitely do something. But my whole thing is, is that right now, okay, the character of Sheila Carter, who's been a part of my life for thirty years, both young yeah. and bold, so I can honestly say this. There's three things that Sheila Carter has always wanted in her life. One, to be accepted. Two, family. And three, love. Okay? Right now, she doesn't have to do a lot of sneaky things. I mean, okay, yeah, she cut off her toe, but whatever. A lot of sneaky things to get with Deacon. Keep in mind, Sheila kept thinking that Deacon was going to turn her, like, kind of like, you know, like, yeah, there was secretive and stuff like that, but Deacon actually really loves Sheila, right? I think but so. at the same time, when you think about it, Deacon, okay, I'm just going to do devil's advocate. Sheila is, she has a shield on her, and the way to lower it down is by catching her when she has the shield off, and that's what, to me, Deacon has done. To me, this is just my opinion here, Deacon caught Sheila off guard by sticking with her, defending her, and saying, hey, even in front of hope, he did this in front of hope, okay? So you know that this really meant something for Sheila. It's like, oh, my God, Deacon Deacon defended me in front of his own daughter. Like, hope was crying, but, but, but he picked me. Who's my daddy? Like, okay. And not only that, but to me, if Deacon does, like, again, unlike Ridge and Bill, if Deacon is successfully able to turn, to, like, do something, double-cross Sheila, I can totally see Sheila going after Hope and not Deacon. Like, I can just, for some reason, Sheila is that girl that, again, you you did something, Vinny? Oh, she's not going to come after you quickly. Oh, no. She's going to work her way to you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She will get through to people to get to you. That's what I'm saying. Liam, I understand you, your idea. Steffi, I don't understand your logic. If you guys get together, 
Again, Stephanie, you will hurt Sheila's son, especially if you say to 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 Finn and Liam, I'm looking at you. You can't see Hayes. Sheila finds that out. Oh, she's going to do something. Because you're not going to deny her child the right to see his child. Just saying. And that's why Sheila Carter, like, I know everybody's like, oh, this isn't how Sheila's being raised. No, this is how Sheila is before the bomb goes off. And that's just my opinion. I don't work for the show. But if I did, that's what I would be doing. Because you saw a little, you saw when when Stephanie hit Sheila, take a look at that clip again. You saw Sheila was about to a little bit lunge after Stephanie, but she had to hold herself together. Because you know if that was old Sheila, Sheila would have just grabbed the gun, shot her, popped her, you know, beat her up, give her, you know, it would be, Stephanie would be unconscious. So we got that. Now, Real quick, let's talk about Hope and Thomas because this is becoming a yep. thing here. So, do we think Hope loves Thomas? No, I don't think so. Not completely. I don't think Vinny? she's ready to okay. commit. Vinny, what do you think? I don't know the character well enough, their backstory, to, to really say yes or no. So I'll have to just defer to you guys. Okay. So, long story short, Thomas obsessed with Hope. Hope has always been committed to Liam. This is sort of kind of new for her to kind of let loose, be free for a little bit, no strings attached. Um, yeah. So that's how that's how it goes. Here's okay. Do I think Hope loves Thomas? No. Sorry, I don't. I think she's doing exactly what, no offense, guys, you know, I love you guys, but that a lot of guys do to girls. Have fun with them. No commitment. Hope has never ventured out like this before. And, yes, here's the thing. I know what people are going to say. She, she had sex with Liam when Liam was married with Stuffy. Okay. That's one strike. But, again, Hope has always been that character who doesn't wild out as much as others. So this is her wilding out party. Take a look at how she's dressing now. Take a look at the whole mm-hmm. F-U kind of, like, attitude that she has, especially towards Stuffy. She's like, <laughs> love her hair. Right? I love it, girl. Giving me Meg Ryan all day long. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. But it's the thing is, is that Hope is – Hope has come to a new season. Hope is in a new season and in a new chapter of her life where she's just like, you know what, I follow so many rules. I Yes, I bend some of the rules. I'm not saying that I'm a saint. I'm not saying that I am the perfect girl. But I wasn't doing, I wasn't, you know, having so many turns and, and curves like other people. Now that she's with somebody who, in my opinion, I would not be with, that's just me because of the history. But she's like this, you know what? Thomas sees me in a way that I feel desirable, and he's allowing me to do what I want to do. However, I am so glad, I am so glad that everybody brought up Thomas' mental health because that has been my biggest thing. Thomas, like I said, Vinny, Thomas has been, 
obsessed with this woman for years. Okay. Okay. Yep, years. Mm-hmm. To, the point, to the point where he almost proposed to her because of Steffi. What Steffi was trying to get with Liam. Back in the day, back in the day, like we gotta go, we gotta go back two, like two, two times, two times ago, okay, literally two times ago, mm-hmm. okay, recast, okay. But the thing okay. is, is that I mean, Thomas even had a mannequin of hope. Oh yeah. wow! Oh yeah, well, that was that was the pandemic era, Vinny. No, 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 no. He still had a mannequin hope. Who was who he thought was real hope? Yeah. Tell, and and mannequin hope was like, I, I want Talking to, to him. I need to. And then Thomas accidentally kissed real hope, right? But at the same time, he also kissed mannequin hope to the point where Liam saw saw Thomas kiss mannequin hope and thought it was real hope. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. seems like a yeah. mental illness, in my opinion. Thank it you. was it is. more or less. Thomas has a mental illness, but the thing is, again, okay, Hope, Hope yeah. knows this, and the thing is, is Thomas is like a puppy dog. He's like, since she's like giving him the look, he's like, I'm yours, Hope. Take me, Hope. I know what I'm doing. Like he's telling, tell, telling them, I know what I'm doing. I understand that she doesn't. Like, you can tell that Thomas is really enjoying the fantasy. Like, the fantasy has become a reality, but I Mm -hmm. think he does love hope. Like, he really does. Like, he's trying to not do it, but he really loves hope. Hope is not in love with him, and that's what everybody is talking about. It's like, okay, Hope, you are using using him for your your satisfaction. You know, you want to be satisfied. Totally understand. But at the same yep. time, you know how Tom operates because if, if, if again, I, I'm so curious here. Like, Steffi, you know what Sheila is capable of, capable of. Hope, you also know what is at stake here, right? I'm pretty sure you did. But if you don't, um, I don't know what to tell you. I just, I just, for me personally, I don't think that she's in love with him, like, obviously. Um, so, yeah. Okay. The tear jerk of the year. Yep. Which, uh, I, I mean, I did, so I want to say, I, when, when we get to this, I'm going to let Vinny go first because he's going to be, and then David, and I mean. All right, so the fastest show salt came back. Um, first and foremost, both fans, be glad we got a fashion show. I know it's not like it used to be, but, um, you know, something's still out there, COVID. Um, among other things. Um, okay, so the results um, came back. But, you know, RJ had told Brooke, granddad's dying. And mm-hmm. then Brooke is like, what? And then after it was revealed who won, RJ tells Ridge, and Ridge is like in denial, as anybody would be in denial, finding out that their, fault, their parent is dying. And Ridge is like, you mean to tell me the man up there, da, 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 the man who taught me is he's he's dying? And so Eric and Donna come in, and you know Ridge and RJ and Brooke, you know they they're kind of, they know about what's going on. So Ridge, so Eric has said, well, you know who won, don't don't you? Like who who was it? And the real winner was Ridge. 
Rich did We are wondering what's Rich. But mm-hmm. Rich posted a situation said it was you. It was you. Which was and a surprise. Was were you though? surprised? That he, that he did that? Yeah. No. You weren't? Uh-uh. Because... Rich has never been one to kind of gloat. I mean, unless it's Thorn or Rick. But when right. it came down to, because again, here's, okay, for that, because I saw a lot of people saying that. My whole thing is that, okay, if this was a normal competition, this is what I say, normal, of course I wouldn't say, say anything. Of course I would be playing like, yeah, I won. But then when you go ahead and you say that your father is dying and this was his last hurrah, I would put my ego aside and tell you just so I don't feel a certain type of way that you won. <laughs> to kind of make you kind of happy instead of sad. In, in, in other words, everything that Eric was saying was wrong about Rich. People want new new ideas from old ideas, okay? They want people to reinvent the wheel. Some people don't, but some people do, and that was the whole point. Right. Rich is, you know, by the way, in case y'all was wondering, Stephanie and Rich are both co-CEOs because apparently Eric does not like how the CEOs are allowing this company to kind of just be like what it is right now, okay? So... To me, that's how I'm looking at it, is that Eric was all for keeping the, keeping things the way it is versus reinventing the wheel, which people like. But, again, if somebody was to tell me, hey, um, you know, Hannah's dad's dying, the first thing I would do is to, try, like, even though, like, he, you know, probably Ridge is doing it wrong, but, he feels as though, like, okay, I'm just going to make it a little bit better and say he won. Just, 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 you know, for right now, like, give him that, give him that moment while I'm processing the fact that this man is about to go. You know. Um, yeah, give him his, and, give him his glory and. Yeah, give him his glory now because, sadly, you know this. That's when you start to, you know, think about some things and whatnot, and I'm pretty sure we're going to see all that. But, um, yeah, so we got that. Um, <coughs> yeah, I mean, that was pretty much it, is that, you know, Eric, you know, and other people are, you know, found out, obviously, Katie, Donna. Um, I think by the end of this week, we're going to, you know, Steffi Thomas are going to find out. Steffi and Thomas. Um, it, yeah, it was announced that Ashley Jones and Windsor Harmer is coming back as Bridget and uh, Thorne. I want to say mm-hmm. this right now. Um, Eric has five kids. Yep. So, um, and are they going to say that Bridget's been in town the whole time because literally she, she did move back? Um, but, I, I, I mean, they're playing every single beat on this. So, Vinny, I have to ask this question. Do you feel as though this is a goodbye, okay? Or do you or do mm-hmm. you have that hope that there's going to be a, 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 a miracle and ask for us to live forever? Um, and what do you think about the storyline and all that? 
Well, I mean, again, as being somebody who's new to the, barely new to the show, um, I, I mean, you never say never in, in soap, so you don't want to say, yes, it's a goodbye. Um, you know, especially when somebody has uh, some kind of, you know, a, a, an illness, um, because there also there could always be a miracle cure um, in soap operas. Does that necessarily relate to the viewers, though, you know, who may, you know, be suffering from any kind of illness that, quote, unquote, has no cure, um, who's hoping for a miracle? Uh, you know, that could potentially piss off viewers. Um, mm-hmm. But when you have legacy characters like that, it, it could just be somebody that wants to retire. Um, <laughs> I don't oh. know any inside stuff. I don't know any... You know, just, it's the same thing with with Anthony Gary on GH. He wanted to retire, so they, whether or not Luke is actually dead, you know, um, they killed him off screen, which I feel is a big disappointment to, to a legacy character. But you know, it, it, if if the actor wants to retire, then he'll decide. You know, it's time. Um, so I, that's just. Looking at it from the outside, from a new reviewer, looking at it from both kayfabe and, you know, breaking the fourth wall. Um, in terms of the storyline itself, you know, I think it's great that, you know, she gave the, the uh, you said uh, it was, um, Eric was the one that won the, the, con- the uh, contest. Well, Ridge, um, Ridge, told, Ridge, Ridge really won, but Eric, but he told Eric that he won. Okay. All right. So, all right. So, all right. So it was, it was more like, yeah. Um, it's, it's good when you want to make somebody else feel better in their, their time of need and their time of, you know, especially if he's a competitor and they've had, you know, first competition over the years. Sometimes you just want to say, you know what, you had it this year and, Next year, I'll get it because you won't be around if, if you really want to be dark about it. Um, but at the same time, um, it, it it's always a feel-good moment when it comes to something like that. And um, it does. It brings tears to your eyes when you, when you see something like that. And, uh, you know, I mean, that's, those are just kind of my two cents looking at it from – a new set of eyes. Right. David? Um, one thing, I know, had, did you notice, um, there's one thing that's sticking in my craw because something, something is up. They went, they skipped Eric's diagnosis and went directly to a prognosis. So we don't know what he has. They did that deliberately. No, we so don't. I'm he wondering. Has. What we does he have? It's wait a minute. Is it the CVA? No, it's wait a minute. Hold on. Y'all talk about the, the mini strokes. Y'all, y'all talk about yourself as as. Uh, yeah, he's having those uh, mini strokes. It could be mini strokes or that other one though. Because um, he's coughing up blood and everything. Right. 
But I, so, I never heard, I don't think I heard an actual diagnosis. Just they get what they thought it would be, what I thought they could be, but they, I don't think I ever heard a diagnosis. Just so that the prognosis it's, it's was he's got six it's months. CVD. It's um, cerebral, um, oh God. It's cerebral vascular? Oh. Yeah, disease. Because at first, I'm going to be honest with you, because they did confirm that which is actually, I really did think that it was actually what I have, which was a sarcoidosis. I thought that, both the beautiful, yes, I'm calling you out. I thought, especially when he started coughing up blood and, like, his muscular, because that's MS mm -hmm. as well. So I was wondering if they were going to do that, but they did, um, they did kind of say that there's their main focus of it. Hmm. Well, maybe I maybe I skipped over it, but I, mm -hmm. I don't. I just don't remember hearing the actual one. I heard the. I heard those two things, but I I didn't hear an actual one. Mm -hmm. So I think. Do you think? Well, no. That was the question you referred to me. So yes. I am hoping. If he wants to leave, I mean, there's nothing I can do about it. I mean, if if JM is looking to retire, I mean, there's nothing I can do about it. I'll I'll be sad because there goes what 37 years of history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and don't forget, he used to be on Young and the Restless too. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so I, I would be sad. I don't think, I don't know what can happen if he actually goes. So, I they got to get Don Diamond in the front. In the story? I mean, well, yeah. Yeah, up front, yeah. I will say, and, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, David. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, they need a patriarch. Uh, I don't know what you can do after you lose. I think every every program needs a patriarch. I mean, you lost yeah. so many already. But I don't know what I don't know what's going to happen. I I'll feel I will be sad if he leaves. I mean, if it's going to be another tearjerker like Stephanie's. Oh my God, Vinny, Candace, and I could talk to you forever about his wife's death. I mean, that. I still, that I still feel a certain type of way about it, though. I feel, and, and this is why I'm going, and I'm going to, I'm going to connect those two. I'm glad you brought that up. Okay. Yeah. Let me just say, say this right now, and I think for those who following, who follow Molly McCook TikTok, who. Saw what Casey posted on his on his Instagram, and oh, it's just us, Candice. Vinny dropped. Uh -huh. Oh, Vinny dropped. Vinny okay. dropped. And, yeah. and the fact that um, Laura Lee Bell also visited John McCook's that it does look like John McCook may be retiring. And I keep saying this, like I'm, I'm glad everybody is saying this, like if that was his decision, what can we do about it? 
yes, they wrote the storyline in the set in the sense that okay, Jackie was going on maternity leave, but then again, I can't say that because we don't know for sure. But it just seemed like it came out of nowhere. Because at first, if you guys noticed, everybody probably was saying the same thing. Another health storyline for Eric. We just had a health storyline for him. Why is it that every time an old person, why do we got to do this whole thing? But something has twist, has turned in in the storyline, and I think it's because of the reality. If the reality check is, Donna could maybe leave it, and with that, Eric Eric Forster could be gone too. Mm-hmm. I noticed last week something. It was a shift, and I felt it, and I had a deja vu. To me, they're setting Brooke and Ridge to be that couple, the top couple. That couple. Where Steffi and Eric used to be at. Obviously, they have hope in her Brooke phase right now. Mm-hmm. And seeing Jackie as Steffi in a pantsuit gave me OG Stephanie all day long. When I saw the scene with Steffi, Thomas, and Hope, I literally had a flashback to OG Stephanie, either Thorne, probably Thorne at the time, and Brooke. They are setting this up to be the new season. When I say new season, I mean new, a new start of Bow and the Beautiful where you don't have a Stephanie Forrester or Eric Forrester. This is, by the way, this is just me saying this. I don't know anything. But they're playing the certain beats of, Eric does not want nobody to know about this. And that is so Eric Forrester to kind of keep this a thing because also Stephanie did the same thing. Stephanie did the same thing with her cancer. I think it's going to make Ridge read, because he's already starting to do it, kind of like, you know, reflect a little bit. But again, this is also setting up for Thomas, RJ, and Zenday. Three grandsons. Then they probably feels a certain type of way about RJ. Thomas probably feels a certain type of way about RJ and Zenday as well. So that's what I'm looking at. Like, I'm looking at this as far, like, I'm looking at how this is all going to hit, hit every character. Because here's the thing. Who would have ever thought that Donna would be this version of Donna? Mm-hmm. She's I mean, more than the honey bear. Exactly. Like, she grew up, you guys. Like, Donna grew up. Um, to me, I'm going to need a little bit more Brooke here because, you know, Eric is the father of two babies. So, mm-hmm. and by the way, I seriously need Rich. I need Marcus. I need Krista. And I need Felicia to pop up. If we're doing this, because Rich has said, oh, we'll let the others know. Uh-uh, Rich. See, this is where, again, now this is where I'm going to try it. Because right. of certain things that happened, like why we didn't have a Rich, I always felt as though that was a missing piece of Stephanie's exit, was not having Rich by her side. But, again, I see the poetic justice of having Brooke by Stephanie's side. For Eric, if Eric not so what does, I need for him to talk to Thorne, Rick, and, to, you know, Rich, and kind of 
you know, something like that. I will say this, though, John McCook is making me cry. Because oh, yeah. See, because his, and this is what I'm talking about when you tie stuff back. Not everybody does it, but when people do it, 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 it it's really good. We kept figuring out, we were trying to figure out, why is Eric really upset about Riggs and them being in his office and moving the stapler? So gun-ho about that. When he picked up that stapler and it said, love, Stephanie, I was done. Eric and Stephanie had their belt. Trust and believe. But Stephanie and Eric did love each other. And I think he now realizes that he, he's not, like, like he does, he he is suffering, and he doesn't really have like he has Donna, but Stephanie mm-hmm. was his rock. Right. So yeah, she was. That was a driver. Yep. So that was Bowling I know we talked about it a long, long period of time. So where do you want to go it's next? A long time. Um. Let's go GH. Okay. Um, Are you filing? Did you file the papers? I'm about to. <laughs> You're like, a little upset. On, on certain, on certain, on certain things. Okay, so let me just get this out, out, out of the way. I gotta talk about the stuff of Trina as stuff because this has been irking me for the last seventy-two hours. Oh my God! Yes, First please do. Okay, first and foremost, let me address this right now. I like Spencer and Trina. I do. I like Trina. Okay, see how I did that? I like Spencer and Trina, but I like Trina. My whole thing about Spencer is, honey, I understand that's your baby brother and you want to protect him from Esme and everything. But you do realize you have other people in the family who can also assist and help you with that. Because it goes from caring to obsess real fast. And Tina was not lying. You get mad because Esme is moving across the street, down the hall or something. Uh Uh-uh. There seems to be more to the story with that. Trina, you do realize, though, Spencer, that's Spencer's blood. That's his, that's his family. Ace is his family. And if I was to, and when we get to another show, we're going to have to talk about this too. If you were to, if you told me to pick between our relationship and my family, you're not going to like the answer either. Because most, most likely, <coughs> depending on the situation, and in this situation, it's a baby, Oh, I'm, I'm, that's where I'm at. I'm with my baby brother. But I got Trina's point of view of... I do. First of all, was what she said, when she said, finally... Okay, Trina, now, here's the thing. I know you were thinking that, but you didn't really have to say it like that. But then again, I understand why you said it. Because it is like, all right, if you guys are trying to have a nice romantic moment or something like that, Esme is right there in your face. But the baby's sick. The baby's sick. I don't know what to do. And not for nothing, Esme is starting to have feelings for Spencer. Yes. It is awkward. It is very awkward. So 
But then he's doing like, the smart that, thing. Right. But then Spencer, you did not have to kind of raise your voice at Trina like that. Like I don't know who you think you are. But you went about it wrong too. And I'm glad that Trina was like, you know what, I'm done for the day. Like I don't I don't have time for you. You know, blessed me, have a nice life. I'm gone. She got spunky. She's always been spunky because here's the thing. I think, okay, yes, they had a lovely time in New York City. But the reality is that why should Trina be putting up with Esme? Because even Esme, like, okay, new Esme, let me just say this, new Esme is like, well, Trina's been a really nice man. She's just so sweet. But Trina knows Esme for doing a lot of stuff to her. Keep in mind, this girl drugged her. Yeah, and she's not going to forget that. Yeah, like that's something you're never going to forget and forgive. And and then again, Spencer, my whole thing is, okay, if you feel so, so strongly about this, why don't you ask your Uncle Sonny? Why don't you ask your cousins? Why don't you ask your like, okay, and then Laura. Okay, G.A., I need you to listen really good, okay? There is something that is totally missing from this as me being involved, 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 involved. There you go, into these storylines. Okay, we get it. You need need as me or as Spencer and Trina to kind of pop off from each other because clearly – I'm going to say, you do not know what to do with Esme, okay? She, you don't I have don't think Nicholas. they do. No, you don't have Nicholas, okay? By the way, G.H., please take your time with Nicholas. Thank you. Okay, here's where Esme couldn't be something. Kevin is her uncle. Yep. Let me just preface that again. Kevin is Esme's uncle. Kevin is married to Spencer's grandmother, Laura. Right. To me, Laura should have kind of an issue with Esme. Instead she of... She should a little bit. Oh, like, oh, dear, like, oh, you're so sweet. You know what? I'll pay for your house rent free. Nuh-uh. No, 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 no. The roles need to be reversed. Because I can totally see Kevin doing that. Kevin, yes. To protect Esme Laura, maybe not. Like Ryan. Yeah, from trying to be, because, again, he was unable, because I think we all said this, he was unable to save Ryan. So he feels as though he can probably save his niece, which causes conflict with Laura considering what she's done to Nicholas and Spencer. Duh, not that hard. Yeah. But nope. to me, and by the, and by the way, these now have amnesia for a year and three weeks. Oh, God, it's been a long time. She right. needs to, so to me, I wonder if she's you, really out of it. No, my whole thing I is have to wonder. G.A., you, you, you really think I'm stupid because here's the thing. And you have not shown me. Now, I will say this. For a whole calendar year, almost going on, you have not shown me anything really like, damaging from Esme. Yes, she tried to say that the baby was sick so Spencer wouldn't go out of town. Yes, she's starting to develop feelings because she, she's like, okay, I live with this cute boy. He's really cute. I mean, obviously that's human nature. But 
But she has not done anything to show that she's that she's bad again. To me, you missed this is just me. A couple of months ago, you should have had her start to remember things, doing stuff, faking her amnesia. You've not done none of that to me. Only one thing that she's done and is that when she remembered the name Ace. And, and I forgot about that, too. trickled down from that. I forgot about that, too. That tells you something. If, you, yep. if it doesn't stick with me, it means that it wasn't something, it wasn't worthy to me. Just saying. And Avery, let me say this, Avery, who plays as me, great actress to me. But to me, this, yep. is a, this is actually a problem. This is such a problem that for a year and three weeks, you have not had Esme to be that, that villain of like, okay, yeah, I've been thinking. Like, have a scene where she was talking to the baby. And when I say early on, I mean like before New York, where she's plotting. She's like, okay, Ace, Mommy has is doing a little game. It's called Don't Tell. Don't tell mommy's faking it. Don't don't tell her. like I remember everything and don't worry. We we we're starting to get Spencer into our good grace. Now could they do that now? Yeah, they could if they play their beats right. But I'm going to just be the honest person. I do believe Danny Chris's material is this week or next week. And another oh, really? thing too is now that yeah, because remember the strike ended a couple of weeks ago, and they went back the first day that the strike was over. With. Oh, okay. Right, because the six to eight weeks with GH sometimes, like, you know, unlike days, which is 5,000 years in advance. But the thing is, is that um, you can show that because if you do start to show Esme getting her memory back, I'm going to be honest with you, I know people don't want to hear this. Nicholas, who plays Spencer, did get hired to be on a Netflix show. I don't know when they're yep. going to start filming in Hernandez Brothers. But he's going to be gone for for a period of time. I don't know how long. This could well, be a setup for that. If they play that Esme is faking her amnesia or she's going to get it back. Yeah, if she's faking it because she doesn't want to go to prison. Mm-hmm. But couldn't they... Couldn't they just, um, well, they decided to drop the charges because, well, you don't have that person that they want to put in jail because you can't remember it. Right. But couldn't they anyway? I don't know. Well, well, I I forgot the reasoning why. They decided yeah, I mean, not to. I mean, just because because they they now dropped the charges and everything has been okay. Like he was like, okay, do you really want to still? And like, no, because he doesn't remember. Okay, whatever. I just it, it just feels wonky. It just feels weird with Esme's placement right now. Yeah, she so, she's she sort that. of misplaced, and she's, people no, are not gonna. Forget what I she's done. I don't think she's misplaced. I just think they just don't know. Like she's kind of like in limbo. She, they don't know what to do with her. 
Because again, if you don't, if you're trying to prove that, okay, to me, and for me to, to believe the theory of, okay, Esme is only surviving because of Spencer and Trina, or Spencer and Trina is only surviving because of Esme, right? And you notice how I said that, so Brenda Nathan, don't come after me. What I said was, for, in order for Esme to survive, she has to be around Spencer and Trina. In order for Spencer and Trina to survive, for the ain't, it's Esme. If that wasn't true, GH writers, whoever was writing, then why didn't you have her, Kevin, and Laura? The way that I just said it. Have Kevin be bending over backwards while this is actually causing some tension between him and Laura. Right. Not that hard, folks. It's not hard. So, okay, not so let's go on to, an, to another story that's urging my, my last name. Um, no, wait a minute. Next um, Charlotte. Oh, my Shasha! I'm going to tell you right now, Charlotte Hernandez, girl, next year you're getting an Emmy nom for Younger Performer. Oh, Shasha, Shasha, Shasha. This is one of those things where, okay, GH. To whoever did this, this became a real topic online. I saw everybody coming different angles at this, and it, it just became real with so real, if that makes sense. Okay. Yep. And it's home alone. She's already paranoid because there's certain things that's been going on. She hears short stuff. She hears her doing open. Anna, who is a gun, a registered gun owner. Let me just say this, because that was a conversation. She's yeah. pop, 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 pop. Then she was horrified to see that it was Charlotte, who came into her house unannounced. There's the topic. Was Anna yeah. right, or was she wrong? Her door was open. Right. Yeah, she sees someone. Should she have shot? I. She wasn't sure what that other person would have done. She thought right. she was saw a gun. Mm-hmm. If she had called out, maybe. Maybe not. No, nope, because if you call out, you don't know if that person got a gun in the future. It's sort of sort of like what Sean did with Bo on Days of Our Lives. Yeah. You can't you can't take you can't take that risk. You can't take the chance. Sadly, you have people who take that chance to take that risk, and they fall. You know, deal with the consequences later. My whole thing yeah. was okay. I don't know what how I would handle it, but I will say this: if my if I'm paranoid because there's been a set of events to make me kind of question. Okay, I don't know who's going to set my house on fire. I don't know who's going to write on my wall. Who's going to break in and everything. I'm going to protect myself. I'm going to protect myself. Charlotte, you shouldn't have gone in that house. Knowing, no. I mean, I understand you're being controlled and everything in a sense, but, baby, you just don't do that. And the fact is, is that, and the reason I brought that up is because when I say social media was talking, I saw a lot of people saying they, they didn't take Anna's side. I saw some people taking Anna's side. Then you had Elizabeth saying, you know, well, she shouldn't have had a gun. Okay, 
again, this is parents talking. You know, Elizabeth is a parent to three boys and stuff like that. You got Finn over there. Like, again, you got people really having this as a conversation of did Anna do something right or did she do wrong? Now, obviously, the fact is a child was shot, which, by the way, Sonny brought up Dante when Sonny shot Dante, okay, which was kind of right. different. But we get, we get this scenario that, you know, you shot his, you know, a child, right? Okay. You got them talking. And then you have Jordan, Dante, Robert, I forgot who else, was all like, okay, Mac. we need somebody. Oh, Rick, thanks. Um, oh, Mac, that's who it was. By the way, John J. York, hey, we see you over there. Hope everything goes well. Thumbs up. Okay. Um, but they all saying is we can't really defend Anna because – we're all friends. They're too close Anna, to the so, subject. Yeah, we're too close, so we're going to need an outsider. Everybody is. Look, everybody is. Right, everybody is. So we're going to need an outsider. This is where I was like, whoever wrote GH that day, I was like, oh. Because that is a conflict of, of interest. And I wish some other And it can't be Chase either. I was like, it can't be Chase either. Right, it can't be Chase, it can't be nobody, so they have to get an outsider. Who will they get? I don't know. But then um, Anna's like, you know, she's like, I shot a child, I shot, you know, da 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 da. Meanwhile, Valentine is like, he's really trying to keep this all hush hush, but Anna found out that Valentine has known something was off with Charlotte, and Anna slept the bejesus out of him. Oh, yeah, yeah, Finola, I heard that one. Finola is 5, I'm going to say she's 5'3", five, 5'4", five, at the most. James is 6'1". Do y'all know that arm, it's like, it, it literally grew. It was like, da 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 Yeah, he's about that, yeah. Now, here's the question. Was Valentine right for keeping this from Anna, or should he have told Anna? What was going on with Charlotte? He should. Oh, he he should not have kept it from her. He, the adults, the adults surrounding this have told have screwed this up one hundred percent. Y'all not gonna like this answer, but okay. Considering what Anna did with Peter. Yeah. She didn't tell a lot of people what she was doing with Peter, including Valentine. So here's the thing, Anna. You can be bad at Valentine, and I get it. But at the same time, he was doing just like you did for Peter, just like you would have definitely done for Robin. You would have protected your child before you told anybody else what the game plan was. Charlotte wants Ooh, her dad. Look at that analysis. Right. Thank you. You know, hey. I sometimes got some. Oh, I, but I wouldn't. I didn't. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought to truth. go in that direction the way right. we're thinking. Now, do that. I think Valentine should have said something or gave a tidbit or something? Yes, I do. But hindsight, you don't know what Charlotte is capable of considering she is being, she's bringing in a trance because of Victor. Basically, yeah. too, like we all said, 
Now I think you kind of now proven to Shasha that Anna is dangerous. Anna shot her. Like, seriously. Pop, pop. So now Shasha is proving Charlotte's point. Right. She's now triggered. Anna, Anna is dangerous. Pop, pop. She tried to shoot. She tried to kill me. So we got that. Real quick, because we, we are kind of short on time here. I just want to address are this. Uh, so yeah. Eddie Maine is no longer, but Ned is back. Ned is back. We love that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. What did you think love of the underwater? They were underwater. They were underwater too long here, okay? Um, if this was a real situation, both of them would have been dead. Just saying. They would have been dead. Um, they but been I guess, dead. you know, water trauma put Ned away, and then water trauma made Ned come out. But does he know, does he remember the last thing before he hit his head? Does he remember he what Nina has done? Because, mm-hmm. you know, everybody apparently knows what Nina's done. Right. Today he, he so. woke up, he was in bed with Olivia, and he oh, woke up abruptly, and he says, and he said that he remembered that what he was going to do, and that's when he fell. And Olivia's talking him out of it. I'm he wants so to come clean. Whole, here's the deal, GH, real quick. I'm so over this because... First and foremost, Nina didn't do anything wrong, but but kind of told That's the truth true. about Carly and Drew. My whole thing is this whole Carly versus Nina stuff has to end somehow, some way. And, yes, um, Carly got an offer from Nina. But my whole thing is this. I am When I say I'm over it, I'm o- over it, okay? Then you got Harmony mm-hmm. still telling Willow, you need to be careful. You need to be careful. When did Harmony become like Mother Teresa, Willow? I'm just she, I don't know. I don't understand that either. I don't I'm, my my whole thing and David you'll get this analogy. When did Willow become Nadine Cooper? Hmm. You Are you talking about life, her to see when ghosts? She was, when she was seeing dead people, when she was having psychic and stuff and all that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. All uh, right. I so hope let's just, yeah, so let's just go ahead. Um, let's go to Salem. Let's go to Salem. All right, let's go. Uh, let's go to Salem. Uh, so um, we had to say goodbye to some people this week, this past week. Martha Madison, Isabel, yep. and the messed up part was it was literally a day after Camilla celebrated her 13th anniversary of Days of Lives when her character went. All right, so I'm going to ask the question. I thought, I, I thought I would see her Friday. Yeah. So here's here's my question to you, David. Do you think she did it? Do you think Gabby did it? Do you think she did it? Do you think no. she did it? Do you think she, she stabbed no, Kelly? Who do you think did it? I think I think there's a backstory in there, but I don't know. They're probably not going to prove it until they they get um, the recast. If they ever do, if I know there was. They're looking. 
I know that it went out a while ago. Well, that was, that was, I think that was like a, um, a different role. You, you do don't that, think it was out. for Gabby? I don't think it was for Gabby. I don't think it was for Gabby. I have my reasons to believe that, too, for the, that I, I'm not going to say, but I think some of you guys on um, that's listening to the show, you guys probably put two and two together with some things about how certain people have been written out and haven't been recast because of certain things that I'm not going to say on this show because I don't want to get in trouble and I don't want to be wrong about it. But say it's speculation. That's what I can say. Hmm. <clears throat> I will say I want her this. back. Oh, yeah, I definitely want her back. I, I think they put Brandon on recurring. Huh? Did they put... I heard they put Brandon on recurring. No. Brandon, yeah. Mm-hmm. They put him and Lauren Coswell on recurring. Lauren Coswell, too? Yep. She's the last cat, um, contract um, player from the 90s. Now she's on recurring. Oh, well, Janet's in there. She can do something. Well, I mean, okay, so I'm just going to say this right now. The Albert stuff will continue until maybe mid-spring, early summer. You guys got to remember. Six, oh, so Albert stuff six, is still going to be. Yeah, like, all, like we're still, we're going to be in Albert's, um, I shouldn't even said his name. Giant! And Albert's. Alcoholics um, Anonymous. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, unemployment guy. Um, like his tenure until, like I said, around like, Probably like late spring, early summer, and Janet stuff. You know, obviously is gonna like miss, like her tenure. But the writer strike stuff is coming up next month. Because you guys who remember again, in, just, hmm? who did they have in in place? Oh, so they oh they had Sherry Anderson. They put Sherry in. I, Sherry's not. Oh yeah. Oh Union? yeah. Sherry was over there. Yup. She was. Yup. Because she's 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 not she's not a, a member. She's she's um. Yup. They had Sherry. Well, that's And for those who don't understand how this, and let me just say this: for those who do not understand what is at stake here, I'm going to break it down to you. Sherry was there in Days of Our Lives when Days of Our Lives hit their high peak. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about the 80s. She knows her John and Marlena. She knows her Steve and Kayla. Okay? And yes, she does know her Kyriakis and her Demaris and her Justin. It's going to be real interesting to see her, and keep in mind, this is going to last December to, I want to say February, mm-hmm. March. So well, Steve Curtin says that they're doing May right now. They're filming May right now, but Ron is back. Ron's been back for almost like a month now, like a couple of months. So do you, you think we're going to see Dave much Sala- of that? Of what, Sherry and, and Sherry's writing? Yeah. Oh, we're going to see a lot of it. Because that wasn't covered. No, okay, so, wait a minute, let me, let me pull this up real quick while, we, while we're doing this. <clears throat> because the thing is, is that the writer strike, 
minute. I gotta pull this up. I'm sorry. Um, one second. Um, because let's see, yeah. So maybe one also. Um, David talks while I'm doing this real quick. David? Yeah. I'm here. Okay, I was just saying, okay. Um, but yeah, it's going to be, um, like I said, it's going to be a while, um, for... For a lot of things to kind of take shift here, so I will say, yeah, because it's gonna because right now yeah they are doing that, but again you guys got to remember that um, they take see that's that's the thing is that days while I takes like six six to eight months in advance um, about yep and it's it's it, you know it's like. Ooh, it's a it's a lot um, to do that. I will say though, it's going to be interesting. Um, now, as far as the whole Lee um, storyline with Gabby, I mean, it, it was okay. You would so think there's a so, trial coming. Okay, wait a minute. So, okay, so here's here's the deal about that. Um, okay, Days of Our episodes airing around Christmas through late May 2024 will be written by the team of uncredited writers who wrote Days during the five-month strike. So that's Sherry Anderson and some other people. So there you go. How about that? So it's going to be real interesting to see how certain things are handled. And I will say this, like I said, Sherry knows her days. Um, So there may be, you know, some things that current fans are going to be like, huh, like what, what was going on? Because if you saw in the pro, I mean, I think it was like the preview, there was John and um, Steve. I say that's, that's, the bread and butter right there. So it's going to be real interesting. But with this right now about Lee, so Gabby's obviously being framed, as we all know. But, again, right. it's like who did it because there's a couple of people. I'm just going to pull the Band-Aid off of it. I think it's her, her true love, Stefan. I really do. Because it's, it's to me, I don't know. And I'm also looking at Vivian. Vivian, look, Vivian's tried to set up mm. Gabby a couple times. So, I don't know. But my whole thing is when Gabby, when Stefan and Gabby, when Stefan was like, come on, let's go, we got to go. And Gabby's going to go ahead and pick up the knife. I'm like, girl, now your fingerprints is on the knife. I'm like, come on now. And then you have Wendy. <laughs> David, do you think this is the turning point for, for, for Wendy? Like, do you feel as though her good girl persona, she might now turn into a revengeful person? Gabby? No. Um, Wendy. Gabby, well? Oh, no, geez. Wendy. Wendy. Um, 
yeah, it might beef up their story a little bit. Um, I mean, he's by herself now. Her brother's dead. She has no one unless they bring her father in. Mm-hmm. She might need a looking after. I, I don't know if it's enough to turn her against everybody mm-hmm. else. Um, I don't know. I don't know if she's going to be deep. She, the people that, again, that she's hot on are Melinda and Gabby. And I don't, that was it. Unless she count Jada, but I don't think. I don't think it's worth it if she does. I mean, mm. I don't think I can turn her totally. I mean, she has I support. Right. She I, has I, trip. I, She's right. Always. I don't. I don't think so. I'd be surprised if she does. I'm I'm curious I don't think as the to, it though. Right. I'm curious as to what they're gonna do with Wendy. Because and this is nothing against Victoria, Victoria Grace place, but I will say that I am I am curious where they're gonna take this character at. I will say though, she did a good job, um, you know, when she was like saying you know, telling him to, you know, stay with her and all that stuff. And she lost her brother. I mean, you know, she walked in and she saw, you know, I'm looking, I do want to see how they, what they do with the storyline and who they're going to say did it. Or is Lee faking his death? <laughs> to kind of, and, and, and for, for him, when he said he was Gabby, is this because of what Gabby did to him? Like, is he playing, is he faking it? to give events on Gabby for, you know, pretty much he was a sus Like, oh, please don't do that, Dave. Make that boy do that. Because that's what Philip did. Mm. So, you know, I can't with that. All right, we're short on time here. We're going to move this forward. Um, okay, the other big story. Um, real quick. Okay, so <sighs> because of everything, we got new DAs. Melinda has mm-hmm. been let go because she's, She's, yeah, because she's not stable, pretty much. So we got to look for a new she's DA. Not. We could have we asked Belle to be the DA, but guess what? She's gone. So we she's got gone. DJ. We got so, DJ as, as a new this. DA. The, the, origin, the original offer was deputy mayor. Uh-huh. Sheriff, deputy. But we never saw uh, that go about how it all came to DA, though. Right, so because you know they don't don't show that unless they're going to do a backstory. No, I just think this was a rush storyline because of behind the scenes decisions. I'm just saying. So anyway, so we got EJ. He's all like, "Yeah, I'll take it," because Paulina's like, "You know what? I'm going to offer it." And plus, you know, EJ, our our children, you know, my my daughter, your son, hey, you know, and EJ's like, "I promise to do a good job." Okay, his first order business is the fact. That he was, he, he's like this. Bye, Gabby. 
say if you want to jail. Stefan is like, oh, you're going to enjoy this. And and pretty much Bell was, Bell was Gabby's lawyer. Conflict of interest. I thought so. Right. It was a conflict of interest. But hold up. It gets better real quick. The person who arrested Gabby was Harris. And Stefan said this. He's like, gee, you went from being brainwashed to trying to kill somebody to being in a coma to being in a, in a mental ward to now being a cop. And I said to myself, whoever wrote that line gets a round of applause. Because only on a soap opera can you be a serial you do killer that? one minute. You can be a serial killer the one minute and be the mayor the next. Look at that. Look how look how soap Jesus work. Amen. I don't I don't know. So we got Gabby. Gabby made a phone call to Adriana and she's like, Mama loves you and be good, listen to everybody and so yeah, she's in jail. For a crime that, that she didn't commit. Again. That was it. Okay. Real quick. Um, okay, because I want because I want to make sure we got enough time for Young Love. Um, the yeah. other big story on uh, Days of Our Lives was okay. Let's get ready, folks. All right. So, Linda had told Melinda had told um, Sloan and Eric, "Hey, it's gonna be a baby boy. His blue teddy bear. Da 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 da. Everything's great." Then they get a phone call saying, "Oh wait, guess what? No baby." Yeah. You know, mm. everything is boo hoo, tears, tears. Okay, so we got Nicole, who's pregnant with a boy. Her mm-hmm. and Eric talk, and they're like, yeah, you know, once upon a time, I really loved you. We're always going to love you. You know, it's going to be weird to be still saying that you're EJ's wife. Da 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 da. Okay, so then we got Nicole on the road talking to EJ. They're expressing their love. She's like, I love you. I can't wait to be there. Da 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 da. Meanwhile, over at uh, Leo and Dimitri's place, Dimitri and Leo are trying to go to get onto the submarine, Dr. Ralph's submarine, right, to escape town. Then Jada comes in. She has a gun. She got a Ziploc thing. Okay. While she's trying to Ziploc Leo, Dimitri grabs the gun, shoots it, to prove that Jada was lying, saying that she does not have any backup. Long story short, Leo and Dimitri knocked Jada out, took her car keys, they on the road too. So everybody's on the road. Everybody's just like, this, 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 this. Then all of a sudden, it's a swerve, it's a curve. Mm-hmm. Nicole's in a car accident. Leo and Dimitri are there. EJ is there. And guess who's, guess who's giving birth? Take a guess. Leo Everybody, and Nicole. Yes. Like, Nicole is in labor. She's like, ah. Oh. Now, we saw the promo. Yep. David, what do you think about this, about the storyline? I like it because Leo's in the mess. Mm-hmm. That's the part I like. Um, the part that gets me is that it's another baby switch. Mm-hmm. And didn't we just have one, oh, was that one or two years ago, was it? Yeah, we had it with with Sarah. Sarah. With Sarah. With Rachel and Mackenzie. Yep, uh-huh, Mackenzie. 
Yep, that, that was like two years, wasn't it? Okay, let me just say this. Karma is a thing because Nicole, Sammy, okay, here's, here's where I'm going to say this. Okay, I know baby switches are a thing because I did see who is, because the promo did kind of self-lead us to believe somebody was initially the person that did it. But I did see, I did see tomorrow's, like, picture or something like that to find out who actually did it, who actually did it. And I'm like, oh, okay, now it's kind of making sense. If you're, I'm going to say this. If you're a one life to live fan, you and, saw that everyone yeah, that I was say? like, oh, yeah, I was like, oh, okay, because I was trying to figure out something and I saw it, and I will say this: if you're a one life to live, all my children fan, because I think that was the last great baby swap story we ever had. Obviously, Ron Carvati was over there. Okay, we don't have to go into the details. I will say this: think along that those lines. If you remember how that happened. And who was, like, I will say this, it's not the person we expect it to be, but I think some of us kind of guessed who it was going to be. You mean that who, who was going to take Nicole's yeah, baby? Yeah, who was going to initiate the baby switch? Instead of what we, I will say, again, that promo was misleading or something. That's what I'm saying. Are you serious? You mean, so Dimitri took it? So last I know, Dimitri has the baby, and he took it, and he ends up on, at Sloan's apartment. Well, I was trying to I was trying to tease the audience to watch tomorrow's episode, if, in case they didn't watch today. So is there something I'm missing? No, you you said it. I was trying to I was trying to. Oh, you wanted to, to get get them guessing. Yeah, I wanted okay. to watch tomorrow. Yeah, tune in tomorrow. Yeah. David just told you that part, though. But this might be something else. <laughs> okay, we got to talk about Yarga Russell real quick. We do. Long story short, Nate got fired. Nate got Victor fired. Newman, Victor Newman is Victor Newman. Discuss, David. <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't... I think, I think this is the Mamie thing. I think this was part of a deal Mamie and Victor had anyway. Yeah, make sure he, Mamie wanted her family together. I'm, I'm. That's my thinking. It may not be that way, but I had a feeling he was going to go anyway, regardless. I don't think, I don't think he was doing anything wrong. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't see. Do you? I mean, he was thinking about Victor's health. So he was, what What did you want a former doctor to do? Uh, I, I, I'm just a little, I'm confused by all of that. I know it was a game. The one thing I didn't like is, I, and I know Eric said it, I thought they were making light of the illness mm-hmm. as they weren't playing it properly. That's the one thing that bugged me, that he was faking it. That's what, that's what didn't rub, that's what rubbed me the wrong way, to fake something like that, that he would do that. 
And even though Eric said on Instagram he understands that person's views, I, I, I didn't really care for the story, that part of it. I think JG uh, should have rethought that process a little bit more. I don't think that should have been used. I thought maybe another tactic, but not use not use the illness like that. I'm I'm a, I'm sensitive, but that's just me, Candace. Okay, so real quick, so Eric Braden had already had you know went on social media because everybody was seeing that was like okay, down mentally, Alzheimer's, and he had said that it wasn't it wasn't that. Here's what I'm gonna say. First and foremost, anybody who thinks Victor Newman is stupid needs to sit somewhere and go and, and just, just just seriously, all jokes aside, just just go, leave, okay? Victor knows that his family will fall for about almost anything, but at the same time, they won't fall for anything, and and that was the whole point. He 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 was testing people. The fact that Nate had said, maybe you need to go away, you know, we'll, we'll keep it hush-hush. First and foremost, that was the red flag, Nate. It's like, you want to keep it hush-hush from everybody? Okay. When Victor said, I know who did it and everything like that, it was somebody who wanted the power and everything, I'm like, okay, maybe they're going to twist it and say that it was actually Victoria. But that wouldn't have made sense. So to me, when he said that about Nate, Nate, it's not like you shouldn't have been seeing, you should have saw this coming a mile away. But then again, Nate, I think you forgot, as many people did, you and Audra was making plans to take over Newman Media Enterprises, whatever we're calling it. Nate, you should definitely be mad at Victoria because here's the thing, Victoria, you and him was a thing. I'm going to make this real quick. You and him was a thing. You allowed him the opportunity to, 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 to go ahead. Okay, but at the same time, he has feelings for you, and you have feelings for him. But when you said, what am I supposed to do? I'm Victor Newman's daughter. That's why I said, if somebody was to ask me, Candace, who would you pick between somebody that you're sleeping with or your family? Again, depending on the situation, I'm going to stick with my family. Okay, and Victor was right. Victoria, you was hurt. Well, you got demoted, but you still got a job at the family company, honey. Yep. Okay. You do. Like I said about about Adam. Okay, Adam, good job. You didn't do anything this time. But, Nick, don't go backwards because you got offered a position to come back. Don't do it. Don't do it. David, you agree? No. No, don't come back. Okay. You should have stayed with we Karen. Have- what, right? Yeah, Sharon, can you stay away from Chance? Plus Summer and Summer, Abby. By the way, where's Abby? Hashtag, where's Abby? Because Abby should have been she's a part the lucky of the Newman. Yeah, she's a Newman and an Abby. And there's stuff going on with the Abbots, too. So, okay, we have like four minutes. I just wanted mm-hmm. to, to say this real quick. First and yep. foremost, make sure you listen to previous episodes of Take Two Radio on Blog Talk Radio and other streaming services. Also, you guys, it's been 11 years of Take Two Radio. Do you guys know what that means? It's been 11 years, okay? And some of us wasn't there for 11 years. A lot of us, <laughs> we, I mean, some some was there with Pam since day one, but some of us hopped on afterwards. 
And from all of us to right. all of you guys, thank you so much for listening to the TV show. And, it means and Candace and I would like to welcome, a, well, I wish he was on with us right now, but he isn't. But our friend Vinny is officially among us. Yep. It's official. We adopted him. And, and, yep. Yeah, we adopted him. And I think I think Anthony and my anniversaries are coming up soon. So, um, but um, yes, but they are. And speaking of anniversaries, real quick, Bradford Anderson, Eric Moskov, Greg Vaughn. Today is y'all anniversary. I, I, I years do remember of that. I remember all of y'all when y'all first came on the General Hospital at Days While I was respectfully. So happy anniversary, you guys. And once again, the daytime Emmys will be on December 15th on CBS at 9 p.m. Eastern, a little delayed on the West Coast. Um, and we'll be on before then to talk about it. We might actually have um, any picks. You want to do that next time? Yeah, next time we're going to have our Emmys. Uh, next Monday? Next Monday. Well, the fo- right. well, well, not next the following, Monday, but the following Monday. Yeah, the following Monday. Yeah, yeah because and by this, the way, because this is weird six, for us. It's weird for yeah. us that we're on the mon- we're on Mondays now. I know. Instead of Thursdays, because we can do we can do two Mondays in November. You guys know you guys love to start your week with us, so come on now, let's, let's not be honest. And by the way, from all of us to all of you guys. Happy Thanksgiving, because next Thursday... Happy Thanksgiving, Thursday, I know. but we'll see you before that. Well, no, because next week is Thanksgiving. Is it next week? Yeah. It is. We'll be back on, we'll be back on the 27th. It's the 27th, okay. Yeah, we'll be so back we'll on the 27th. So we'll be back after Thanksgiving. We'll be back after Thanksgiving, yep. That's true. Yep. So make all sure right. you guys, you know, make me a plate, you know, sweet potato pie or something like that. I'm just saying. So from all of us to all of you guys, you guys have a great rest of the week, and we'll see you back after Thanksgiving on the 27th to talk all soaps and gearing up for the daytime Emmys on CBS. Bye, guys. Yes, we will. See you soon. Candace, thank you so much. No problem. Get connected with Take-Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take-Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit Take-Two Radio.com.